1: looking good
0: yes yes so head over and see which ones you would like to download or get them all enjoy you got to pick a name we're not going to call it baby girl green right right (laughs) you have to overcome that and tell Uh your brain it's what we do Mm -hmm. now the more knowledge you have the more you're free to rely on your instincts Mm. The baby is here, I didn't even tell you. I was pregnant the whole time. Oh, that's beautiful. Right? For those who didn't just know, it's okay. Hi, y'all. Welcome to Hustle Humbly. It's Alyssa and Katie, and we are two top-producing realtors in the Baton Rouge market. We work for two different companies where we should be competitors, but we have chosen community
1: over competition. The goal of our podcast is to encourage you to find your own way in business. So stop comparing yourself and start embracing your strengths. Hi, Alyssa. Hey,
0: Katie. It's episode 158. YouTube will see that for the first time... In 158 episodes. Is it the first time? I am <laughs> sitting on the other side of the table. We have we have switched sides. We have switched sides, and I finally get my good side. I'm just, Look, <laughs> honestly, it's my good side as well. And I'm like, why am I fighting this? It's because I always- Wait, that's your good side? Yes.
1: I wasn't trying to hog my good side. We were both showing our bad side. <laughs> we were both
0: showing. I just thought I had no idea. So I'm like, you know what? Today, we're going to switch it up. Okay. I I feel like a dream. I'm so happy.
1: You're going to really give us the best information today.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But first. But wait, hold on. I didn't tell them what this is. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. You
1: were just so excited about the switch. Yeah. This is listening to your inner voice. I like it. I feel like this is another with Delilah. (laughs) Listening to your inner voice with Katie and Alyssa.
0: (laughs) You would have the perfect Delilah voice. Welcome
1: Welcome to the Hustle Humbly Podcast.
0: (laughs) What do you really want out of life? (laughs)
1: Listen to your inner voice.
0: (laughs) But first, do, 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 do the flip
1: report. Tell us what's happening in the flip land. Oh, the AC is done. Hold on, I wanna cut in first. Okay. It occurred to me last week when we were doing this that if we have a brand new listener, they might be like, what? in the world is happening here. Oh,
0: what is the flipper port? What even even are we doing?
1: Why are we talking about an AC? I feel like I'm jumping in the middle of something.
0: Yes. So last year I bought a home that I was going to flip. Right. And to keep the listeners up to date with everything and to follow along Mm -hmm. with the progress and to just be on the journey with me, we dedicated the first few minutes of each episode to the flipper report. which is lovely and i so enjoy it as do the listeners yeah and if you're new here that's what's going on that's what's going on so i sold that one and i bought one one street over <laughs> and we're doing it again who would have ever thought who i not me Okay. So now tell me what's happening. (laughs) Okay, the AC is done. Great. All the ductwork is Mm -hmm. in, and I have to say, it looks beautiful. I never thought ductwork would look so lovely. You're like, look how clean and shiny. So clean and shiny. (laughs) And it was all they were also able, you know, it this house had the round, rusty vents. Like the old school circle Mm -hmm. vents. So now we have square vents. Mm -hmm. which doesn't really make sense that we have switched to square vents because the ductwork hole is still round. Right. And we put this rectangle. It is counterintuitive. Yes, we put this rectangle cover, but at some point someone decided that air vents should be rectangle.
1: I guess it must have something to do with directionals.
0: Yes. Like being
1: able to change the directions.
0: Because with the circle vent, air just comes out all the way. But it seems the evenly dispersed. Well, maybe you don't want it. Look, they have science behind all I of know. it. I
1: can't get involved.
0: But seeing them put a square vent on a round hole just felt wrong. <laughs> You're like, I don't get it. I don't get it, but it looks better mm-hmm. because that's what the status quo is. So it looks better to me. Um, the ceilings, the, everything is sheetrocked. Okay. So that is good. Now the AC so one of the bedrooms Mhm. I can't I don't think I talked about this, but I don't think so. one of the bedrooms had the AC oh, in yes, it. Oh, yes, you did. You you did. Okay. And so you changed the closet door to where yes. it opens to the hall. It yes, it, it's all done and it looks wonderful. Great. It looks wonderful. Great. Um and so that I think I had mentioned that that added about 1500. Correct. So that is where ugh, did I already tell y'all all of this, that the AC was done? That maybe It feels like it. What's next? Just, do you want me to tell you the next one? Just give me the next one, just okay. in case So we've already heard it. I do this. have a little surpri- a little unexpected cost surprise. Great. Tell us that. So the – and what's weird is my sister uh-huh. has a house. Her house is the exact same floor plan as this house, built at the same time. Okay. It's kind of in the same area. Okay. The same house. Okay. okay. Exactly. Her house has the same situation. There is no drain for the washing machine. What? So the person that lived here before, they just had like a hose hooked up to the washing machine. That ran. That ran to the backyard. And all of the soapy water just, just poured went out to the into back the of the property. And so my sister has a pipe that but it's exposed it goes around the exterior of her house around the carport and connects all the way to her kitchen drain and you can see it and it's fine but it's not not attractive the way you right? know it's supposed to be tied in to the drain so you fixed it I'm gonna have to fix it, and my contractor was like, "I mean, I can bust up all the concrete," oh and I'm like, "We're not busting no. up concrete. We again. don't. We don't bust. No, up concrete. last time was an accident, and we're not doing it again I'm this funny. time. We're not even gonna do it on purpose. No." So oh. I said, "There has to be a better way," and he said he could do like my sister's and run it along the house, and then just put like a border over it, like you would never really notice. Like okay. we will notice because we know it's there. But okay, anybody is that else what you're going to do? It's the most cost effective, and he hasn't given me that. I said, I need to know numbers before you do anything because I think this is like a big deal.
1: Um,
0: Also, I told him, and I should have told him sooner because he finished sheetrocking the laundry room. Oh dear. So, when I bought the house, they had a brand new stackable, brand new stackable washer dryer that they were putting in the kitchen. Okay. Well, I was like, no, we have this huge, massive laundry room because I converted the storage room to laundry. Right. Why would you have a stackable No. if you had a huge laundry room? No need. I'm talking 10 by 5 feet. That's pretty big. It's a big laundry room. So I asked him if we could – Whitney is going to sell the stackable. Okay. And we are going to get him to move the washer-dryer hookups – um, to, to the far side. So okay. you have this big laundry room and you no need for a stackable. Mm-hmm. He was not pleased, but he was fine. He was he like, was like yes, wait I, fine. I do that. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. So I'm waiting on numbers on running a drain line for the washing machine to actually properly drain. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. That feels like he can handle that
1: without you getting a plumber.
0: Yeah. He said it's not that it's difficult. It's just unsightly. Unsightly. And it's a lot. I mean, we have to go out the laundry room and around the whole house all the way to the kitchen to tie it in. Oh, my gosh. I know. Jeez. But who built these? (gasps) They didn't have laundry inside? They didn't. When these houses were built, the laundry rooms weren't inside. Oh they may not have even had, had it. them, right? Like you had to go to the laundromat.
1: Oh, mm-hmm. You probably washed it like in a tub and hung it on a line. They,
0: so there, there was a laundry line, line. in the yeah, backyard. Well, it, that answers that question. So you wash them in they the didn't, sink and then didn't you even dry kn- them. They didn't even know that was going to be an option. Yeah, they're in like the future. a washer and dryer. That <laughs> deep, would be a deep dream in the future. <laughs> How crazy is You're like, that? Like, why would I
1: put a drain in here? I have nothing to drain. Nothing to drain. It doesn't drain. even exist. Yeah. I feel like next time I'm gonna tell you all when the first washing machine was sold. Oh man. Okay. That's it? That's it. Do 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 the flip report. Okay. Okay. Do you want to tell us
0: why we're talking about listening to our inner voice as a start? Yeah, we've had a lot of emails and messages of people asking us what they should do with their life. (laughs) They want our advice. I guess we seem like we're eager to give it. And we are, but we don't know you and your specific situation. Right. And what's best for you? What's best for your family? What would make you happy? What are your goals? What do you actually need? And it's a lot of pressure. We have had people message us that they have quit their cur- their job yeah, right to get they're, into real estate or job. made major life changing decisions because they, they've of They've all message because they were happy.
1: Yes. All happy messages. I'm glad stories. we never received an Unhappy. Yeah. I got into
0: real estate you because sa- of you. You said. <laughs> you said That's the worst mistake of my <laughs> life. So yeah, but they ask all kinds of questions. They do, and and it's hard to respond. And we want to respond because we care about you guys for sure. But at the same time, we don't really have the authority to tell you what to do with your life. No or all the pertinent information. Correct. But I think it brought
1: up a very interesting topic, which is how do you make decisions? How do you figure it out? when you're feeling confused or like, you know, look, life is nothing but a series of decisions. And if you, I don't remember, but I think you make like 20,000 decisions in a day. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Sometimes the big ones we just don't have the energy for because we've been making the little ones all Mm -hmm. day long, every day especially if you have a family and kids and all of this stuff. Um, So I started researching a little bit
0: on, like, how do you listen to your inner voice? And just an example, we have had questions about, should I get into real estate? Should I oh, get yeah. out of real estate? Should I join a team? Should I join a team? Should I start a team? Should I switch brokers? Should I start a brokerage? Right. Can I do this as a single mom? Right. I don't know. I don't know you or what your work oh. ethic is or how much help you have. Yeah. Um. So these are big questions that, I mean, it's hard when you're going through a a big life choice and yes. you have this fork in the road of what direction you're to choose. You're looking for a sign.
1: You're looking for a sign. Even you buying the flip house, yes. looking for a sign. And then
0: along came Celia. Someone give me
1: a sign. Yes. Uh, right, so this always makes me think about, you know, my friend Gary V, yeah. who likes to say um, about decisions, he's like, if you're choosing between two things or whatever, many things, you just choose. Whatever your choice is is fine because you'll literally never know the result of the other choice.
0: Okay. In my book club, yes, we read this book oh, God. called The Midnight Library. Oh, I think you told me a little it bit about okay. It was very thought-provoking. It made what, for a really good discussion. And I still think about this book. Okay. What
1: happens in the book?
0: In the book, this girl doesn't really love her life and she dies okay. or thinks she she kind of goes to like purgatory limbo, okay? okay? But she finds herself in this library mm-hmm. and each book, there's millions of books. Okay. Is her life right. if she would have made the slightest different choice. Yes. Okay. So for example, if we had never had lunch, me and you, after right. that closing that we had. That's true. If we would have just done the closing and moved on with our lives and didn't mm-hmm. become friends after, mm-hmm. we would have never had the podcast. That's correct. So something as small as getting lunch with someone, yeah, can turn your life in a totally different direction or walking instead of taking the bus. Right. So every book Uh was her life as a different choice. And so she went through several of the books Uh to figure out like what 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 was was the the right way. And they all had the same ending? They no, all different endings, but all good lives. Oh, she was like it was all good. I mean not all good, but all every life had good and bad. Right. So, all of them do. All of them do. So there is no perfect answer to the perfect life. No. But but we put a I, I do. I put a lot of pressure on myself to make the right decision. To make decisions. I have decision fatigue sure. and I almost felt like when I was researching this episode I needed it. You're like this is going to be helpful for me. Podcast yeah, therapy. Is. Podcast therapy Bring today. It on. Well, as Gary would
1: say, the end of his story would be you don't know the difference of what would happen if you chose one or the other. You pick one. He's like, okay, for instance, maybe I'm deciding if I want to buy a company or not because he's on a different level, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> so he's like, I decided not to buy the company, which meant that maybe I lost you know, $100 million later on when the company gets resold. But had I bought the company, I would have been required to go to this board meeting that would have put me on a plane, that put me on the street next to this bus that ran me over. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, you never know. Right. No clue. Sure, maybe some of the outcomes of the other life would have been positive, but maybe ultimately it would have been bad. Like you just you don't can't know. know. You cannot know. So I think it's kind of comforting in that whatever your choice is, it's the right one because it's the only, it's the one you made. Right. It's the one you made. hmm But I thought it was funny when I started to research because I, you know, went to my Google machine and I'm like, you know, listening to your inner voice. And then I realized, think about all the ways that they describe this, Uh, like a hunch, your gut, instinct, intuition, your inner voice. Like there's a lot of different. sign. Yeah. There's a lot of different ways that people refer to this like kind of sixth sense, if you will. Yeah. Right. Um, so I thought that was really interesting, and mm-hmm. I did get us the definition of intuition. Okay. Because I feel like that's what inner voice means to me.
0: Yeah, like, like what what do you really know deep yeah. down inside of you? What well, are you saying? Well, great. Intuition,
1: the definition is the ability to know something without having proof. Oh, like I just know this I just is know what I need this to is, be doing. I just Like it's a feeling, right? Like I just know this is the thing I should be doing. Mm, So I know it's
0: pretty um, interesting, which is I feel now more than ever, it is so hard to hear your inner voice because we are living probably in the noisiest society ever. This is probably the noisiest the world has ever been between. Social media, everyone's giving their own opinions. Very busy. It's it's like so super over scheduled, yeah. over complicated. Mm-hmm. Just we make everything a little bit more. That's complex. why I overthink. Yeah. I can't, I can't, I have trouble forming my own opinion of what is even the right thing because just when I come to a conclusion, I overthink it or I. Run it by a friend, or I ask advice, or and then it's not the answer I want, or it is, and you know it's so complicated. This is why people don't don't tell people their baby names, right? Right? Because
1: you're like, that's a really this is like the hardest choice. I don't want your opinion, yeah. Because then you're gonna make me like overthink it. You got to pick a name. We're not gonna call it Baby Girl Green, right? Right? (laughs) Like we gotta call it something. So. You just have to choose. And then if you start asking for other people's opinions or telling them what your choice is, everyone wants to tell you. Yeah. Mm -mm. Oh, well, if you call the baby this, people are going to make fun of it and call it this. Right. Or people are going to spell it
0: wrong. You need to spell it. No. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just have to keep your decisions to yourself. I really wanted one of my kids to have a double name. What is it? Oh, I like, like it. Mary Kate? Yeah, like William Tate. Mm-hmm. Okay, I wanted to call him William Tate, mm-hmm. and um, nobody would get on board. Nobody, <laughs> nobody had anything nice to say about a double name. Really? Yeah, I kind of wanted Haven to be Carrie John. Nope, nobody liked it. Carrie and John are both of our dad's names, I love and I that. always loved it. And nobody else was on board. It was like everyone like just put really put down a double name and <laughs> there so, so my kids many, have one name
1: there's so many double named people in the world i know my, at my daughter's school i cannot even count the number of double names that run around there yeah i'm sorry it's okay okay well you know
0: this is a good uh but i think <laughs> case study. i think too something to be mindful of is that not only are we trying to figure out our way and what we want to name our kids and what we want to do with our life, but so is everybody else. Right. So if somebody comes to you and says, "I think I want to name my kid Carrie John," what do you think? You think you you say that's so pretty. That sounds wonderful. Great. Do you love it? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that would be the only <laughs> right. You that's love all it. All that matters. Great. As long as you love it. And I need to wash this, too, because I, um, you know, I'm a fixer. I always want to, like, give... Oh, let me help give, you. Yeah, let me help you. Give yeah. my... And sometimes it's needed. But if it's right. something silly, like, not a big deal... Yeah. Y- you just say, if that's what you want to do... Do it. Do it. Do it. That sounds
1: great. Um, there's so many, like... Uh, Little sayings that go with that, like trust your gut, Mm -hmm. go with your hunch, Mm -hmm. trust your instinct. Think about how many ways people say for you to just trust yourself and yet you still seek outside opinion Mm. because you're nervous. Um, So I got the – I also got some – Helpful information on how to tell the difference between fear and intuition. Okay. Okay. Because they're basically telling you intuition or listening to your gut is actually a physical response. Like we're physically going to listen to our body. How does that thing, you know, how does it feel in your body? Yeah. Okay. Well, fear makes you feel tense, panicky, and desperate. (gasps) It has a pushing energy. Like you're trying to force something. Wow. Okay. So fear is like... A pushing energy. It's going to urge you to hide, conform, or compromise. So fear may keep you from following your intuition because you want to conform, or like someone said something, you're like, okay, I've got to, I've got to force this decision. Intuition makes you feel excited, anticipation, ease, and contentment. It has a pulling energy. So physically, these feelings make your body relax. So when you start to think about the thing that you're making your decision on, if you're feeling fear, it's kind of that tense, panicky, pushing energy. And if you're feeling like you're following your intuition, it's more of an excited ease pulling.
0: And the thought of following your intuition could give you fear.
1: Well, it It could could. make you feel scared. Yes. And look, there's lots of personality types that are more risk averse
0: or more like. So I wrote down, if you are in a season of trying to figure things out, our Enneagram episode is episode 13. Mm -hmm. And I still check myself because I know I'm a three. Right. And I know what comes with being a three. And I know the things that I have to watch out for. Because of my personality. And they're right. true. I yeah. mean, it's very true of myself. Yeah. I also like that you brought up the psychological side of all of this. Yes. Because I was listening to this podcast about the brain. Uh-huh. And they were saying that people take fear or like that that pushing back or sometimes as I shouldn't or I can't. Like right. I can't do it but the brain is wired to keep us at status quo. Right, okay? right, 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 So if, if this is how you've always done it, mm-hmm. even if it's not the right way, mm-hmm. if you're trying to make a big change in your life, the brain is actually programmed to give you pushback. To resist. To resist, yeah. even if it's a good thing. Yeah. Even if you're like, I've never worked out in my life and I'm gonna work out every right. Monday. Right. Every Monday I'm gonna work out, the brain, is actually wired to go, whoa. That's not what we this do. This is not what we do. It's very different. And mm-hmm. it does take, that's where they, all the studies of, you know, it takes 90 days to form a habit or, oh, you know, gosh, whatever, the, whatever the numbers days, are. Yeah, yeah, that is where these studies come from because even if it's a positive change, mm-hmm. you're going to have pushback because it's right. different and the brain is actually like, hold on, this isn't what we right. do. You have to tell – you have to overcome that and Uh tell your brain, it's what we Mm -hmm. do now. Right. We're doing this. Now I work out every Monday.
1: We are doing this. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. When I was reading about it, it was saying intuition is like a muscle. Like, you can strengthen it. So you can get better at listening to your own intuition. It's not like – you know, some people say, I'm very intuitive. Mm -hmm. Well, you can all – and anyone can be better at listening to their intuition. You know what's so funny? What?
0: I feel like I'm very – intuitive of others <laughs> you're like oh. better than myself oh interesting like if someone uh-huh. comes like i feel like i have a, a a way of seeing people's bird's eye view for them oh yeah like i can see it uh-huh but i have trouble seeing it for myself mm-hmm. I don't know why that is. Probably the noise. Yeah, I guess it's hard to like get through all of that. I did write down some things that help with um, canceling out the noise. Please have some. No, tell me. good. Good. Okay.
1: Hey Alyssa. Hey Katie. What do we mention almost every episode? Email templates. You're right. We sure do. And after every time we mention an email template, do you know what we get? Emails asking if they can have copies of the email template. Can you send me a copy of that template? I've never had one like that. That sounds great. And you know what the good news is? What?
0: feel organized knowing that
1: Templates with an S, 101.com. Email
0: templates101.com.
1: Yes, head over for reviews and all of the specifics. Wonderful.
0: Okay, enjoy. The first thing was a tech purge. Oh, yeah. So that is taking a break from watching the news, mm-hmm. taking a break from all social media. Right. But you know what I thought was interesting? It's not just from seeing others. hmm it's also from taking a break from what you portray yourself as yeah. on social media. And I know, so so what if you had a really great day with your kids, but you didn't post anything about it? It was still a great it day. It was still a really great day with yeah. your kids. But, and I know sometimes it. I enjoy Instagram. I think it's fun. I love sharing my kids' stuff and the things that we're doing with my friends and my family. Like, I enjoy it. But I do think it's hard. It is a highlight reel. It yeah, is what it for is. For sure. Okay. So moments before this photo was taken, it was very likely that there was a meltdown with Could have been. Yes. Okay. Could have been. But social media not only makes you look at what others are doing and compare it to yourself, but it also makes you portray yourself. Like sometimes you believe your highlight reels. And it could hide the fact that maybe you are struggling in a certain area. Now,
1: I have my own personal opinions on this. I totally agree with that, yes. We are gonna maybe post the good photo and there were five bad photos or everyone was, yeah, or maybe you had to bribe these kids kids to get the good photo. Fine. But I do think there's something to be said for you choosing these positive experiences to put out into the world. Yeah. So, So like, here is a great photo of my family having fun at the beach. Mm -hmm. Was every single second of the time you were at the beach fun? Maybe not. But
0: if I go back and look at that highlight reel. You remember the positives. Yes. 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 I agree. I think it's – a. there's a book, uh a book I read that (laughs) – I was trying to remember, I think it's called like a thousand gifts or, but it was before Instagram was a thing. Mm -hmm. And this woman was struggling in her life. She Mm -hmm. was a mother and she just felt like she was struggling to find her purpose. And someone gave her a camera, a real camera and said, I want you to take a thousand pictures of things that you're happy with. And I want you to develop them. And she was like taking pictures of her f- food. Sure, and a f- thousands, a lot of pictures. All the things that we do take pictures now. of now, mm-hmm. and so to me, it is an an exercise of gratitude. One hundred by having a highlight reel. Yes. So the big thing too, when you are posting though, is just making sure that. Not only are you looking at what do others think of me, but what do I think of me? Right. And we um, and it, the the framing of all of this was in order to listen to yourself. Maybe you turn it off for yes. a minute. You turn off wondering what others think of you and right. what do I need to portray myself as? Just turn it all off. Turn it off. Okay, quite a down. Second thing is journal, okay? I like so it. So, I had recently on Amazon just bought me and Haven a gratitude journal oh, to do at nighttime. Mm-hmm. Well, I got Her, the kid one, and I got me the grown up one. Okay. Well, mine is like three things, you write it down, the end. Hers, you have to draw your favorite part of the day. Okay, and then you write like, "What's one person that brought you joy today?" Okay, and then it's it's and then you color which face you're feeling right now. Okay, like happy, medium. Sure. I thought this. I want hers. Well, just do that. So one. I threw mine away. And got <laughs> I got one like hers. So now I'm coloring. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, but I, I've really enjoyed it. I love okay? it. Okay. okay, so journal journaling also. Not just a gratitude journal, but Mm -hmm. looking – when I look back on journals from years ago, because I feel like, you know, you always journal when you're going through something the most. Like, that's when you really want to – Yeah,
1: journal is like a fancy pro-con list, right? Yeah. Like, when people are making a decision, the kind of logical left-brain people, like, well, let's make a pros and cons Mm -hmm. list, which you can totally do. Mm -hmm. And then – oh, this brings me to one of the favorite quotes I found um, from, from Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, good the more knowledge you have, the more you're free to rely on your instincts. Mm. So it, that could be as simple, I like that. as simple as making decisions in your real estate business. Like when clients ask you for advice or your opinion or like what they should do. Well, the more knowledge you have about the market, the more you can rely on that instinct. Like when you get an offer now, don't you have instincts about, this is a good offer, a bad offer, what the red flags are. like All of that comes from your knowledge and your experience over time, right? right. Mm-hmm. So it's very interesting that, yes, you may have intuition and it may lead you in a certain way, but you can still learn about a topic or like if you're researching a, whatever, maybe you're trying to decide where to send your kids to school or where to eat dinner that night. If you can research and get some knowledge about those options, right? Well, this restaurant serves this and the atmosphere is like this. This restaurant serves this and the atmosphere is like this. And then we can take that knowledge and then follow, well, what do I feel like? Like mm-hmm. what? what is my instinct telling me based on the knowledge I now have, right? right? Yeah. How many times do people ask, what do you wanna eat? Well, I feel like, don't you pick food based on how you're like,
0: yeah. What is yeah. like what is your what is your intuition telling you? Like and there are times like when I have read back old journals, I oh. didn't even realize that's how I felt until you put it on paper. Yeah. Like you don't always know that's where what, it's ju- gonna take well, right. you. It Journaling comps are so helpful. Oh, you know what? I brought my book with me. YouTube
1: can take a look at it. Um so I'm reading this you know, I don't read a lot. Right. But I'm reading this Jenna Kutcher book because I love her and it's called How Are You Really? And I'm I don't know about 50-ish pages in, 60 pages in. Um, she's, this is not a business book. No. It is a life book. But it is kind of telling you how to check in with yourself. How to, like, how are you really? Like, mm-hmm. ask. And, and in the book, it has journal prompts mm. every once in a while. So I think a journal prompt is nice because sometimes you can't just look at a blank page and be like,
0: yeah, well, you know. But yeah,
1: I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm already stuck as it is to try and make this decision. I don't want to just look at a blank page and then mm-hmm. write something. You need a prompt. Sure. So I'm sure you can Google.
0: Oh, there's so many <laughs> out Journal there. prompts for decision-making. Yeah. Voila. Mm-hmm. Voila. They'll be there. Um, one of the advice, so we had purge from social media mm-hmm. or tech and TV news, all of it, video games, all the purge of technology, journaling, um, not seeking too many opinions, so I do think we have friends and certain people, oh, okay? My, when do they tell you, like, you should have this, like, fi- like this kind of core group mm-hmm. of people that maybe it's a variety, though? Also, just a, as an example, when we were looking at starting the podcast, I told and talked to no one about it. Right. Because I didn't have anyone in my life at that time that knew podcast world. Right. Or right. had had the experience I needed to give me the appropriate advice. Yeah. So I think that's a big thing too is is the person I'm asking how are they you consulting. Have they been through this? Are right. they where you want to be right. with it? So you and me were really the only two that had this idea and this vision for what it was. Yeah. And all of my friends and family found out about it the day it aired. <laughs> after we had here episodes in the queue ready to go for a few the baby weeks, is here the baby is here i didn't even tell you i was pregnant <laughs> the whole time and it, there was some fear there but i knew for it for me to to not get distracted or feel anxious or like i'm not going to be successful at it i just needed to talk to you well, and be right. with you about it but that was good because it wasn't you doing it alone
1: Yes. I think that is also I can't not tell you the number of people who I've talked to who are like, I think I'm gonna start a podcast, but they are solo and it takes a bit of time like there's a lot of overthinking here because when you're making a singular decision, oh, it's very hard. If it was just me and I was like, "I'm going to make a podcast," and then I would have totally overthought that. Mm-hmm. But because we were like sort of committed to each other, yes. then like, well, I don't want to let that person down, and yes. they seem into it, so now the now we got to do this, right? But I think that's a good point. Sometimes when you're making the decision alone, you almost. You need to maybe have a person or two that is excited about what you want to do, whether or not they're doing it with you. Mm-hmm. And like, it's going to make you feel positive feelings. Yeah. Oh, it's so hard.
0: Or, you know, you mentioned school. Haven starts kindergarten in August. And the torment I went through (laughs) to figure out what school we were going to go through. And I have made the decision and I'm still not sure, but I made the decision and I'm committed and everything's fine. But the problem is, I got a lot of opinions. So much feedback. From all different parents of all different schools and there's a lot of good schools out there sure and every parent believes that their school is the best and i appreciated the also honest feedback about the ones that had troubles you know so it but you know it added to a lot of anxiety about this decision but you can just change yeah, you can like just – Like, that's the yeah, whole thing. That
1: always helps. There are yeah. almost no decisions that are irreversible, right? Except maybe a tattoo, but even then you could get it
0: right. removed, I had right? one removed. Fun fact. There you go. Yeah. So
1: I guess the point is, like, there are really – there's so few decisions that are just so finite. Like, in that, well, we maybe you make the wrong decision, but you can't be afraid to make any decision because you don't want to make the wrong decision. You can just change it later. Mm-hmm. I mean – 85% of people who got their real estate license didn't make it to year four. Right. At some point, they had to say, I made the wrong decision. Sure. I'm going to try
0: something else. hmm Right? Yeah. Um, the last tip was okay. not – so you have good friends for good reason to seek wisdom from people that are appropriate depending on your situation. But not asking everybody. Right. Everybody, everything. Now, don't do it. I I am also a big advocate of, if you have a specific thing that you cannot get over or wrap your brain around or figure out, and you're having trouble interpreting your thoughts and the noise is loud, and even your closest confidants are having trouble advising you, go for a neutral third party therapy session, like a real. That's a great th- idea. They don't know you at all. No. You could go once. You could go forever, once right. a month for mm-hmm. maintenance. You could go for a specific issue and go for five weeks until you have some clarity. Yeah. But I like it because this person doesn't know you at all. They know nothing about you, and you're going in with a blank slate mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and just the facts. And they're not even telling you what to do or what the answer is. Right. But they're allowing you a space to talk yeah. without any – Shooting on you.
1: They don't have any bias. No, none. Okay, that's the end of your list. Okay, so I had one that I found that was how to kind of grow your intuition, how to work it out, how to like work that muscle, right? Number one was start small and let your intuition pick something like your outfit Hmm. or your dinner or like something that's not earth shattering and like just be like, how do I feel? Go with it. Okay, this one was really good. Test drive your choices. Hmm. It said, take a three-day period. So you have two choices. Let's just say it's get my real estate license, don't get my real estate license, okay? okay? Take a three-day period where you live your life as if you got your real estate license. Okay. What does that life look like? What do you do? Like, you know, go through the three days pretending that you chose that path, okay? Mm -hmm. And then you kind of like, see,
0: how do you feel, Mm -hmm. right? Then you do three days of the well, the other way. And I like it too, because this could just be a mental exercise. Like it you is. could say, you know what? I'm going to go into my corporate job today yeah. knowing that I have already committed to taking my real estate exam. Right. How do I feel how all I, day? How do I feel today? Yeah. What is it? And then, the, you know, after three days of that, I'm going to go into work today as if I have let go right. of the idea of real estate. This. I'm not doing it. I'm just going to sit tight and do what I need to do at this corporate job. You're, I'm sure your brain will be thrilled because it's in its comfort zone. Right, <laughs> oh. right. So be careful. But it could also be disappointed.
1: You might be like, oh, I really yeah. wanted to do that. Um, the next way to try this is, I love this. You watch Friends too, right? Mm-hmm. Remember, okay, this one is flip a coin. So oh, mm-hmm. pick the two things, flip a coin, and then see... How do you feel if you flip the coin and you get the answer that is get your license and you're like, yes. Yes, Or you flip the coin and you get the answer that is not don't get your license. You're like, oh, remember the episode when Phoebe's trying to help them make decisions? (laughs) Oh, Joey's trying to pick the north route or the south route Mm -hmm. to go drive to Vegas. Right. And she lists all these random things like coffee or tea, blah, 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 like really fast, rapid fire, like he has to answer. And then she says at the end, North, North route or South route? And he says, North route. She's like, there you go. <laughs> like, the you, end. <laughs> you have your answer. Just because there was no time to think. Right, right. Just you can't overthink Quickly it. Just answer. go with what you want. But you have to basically check in with yourself. After, she does it to Rachel too. Remember with the pregnancy test. Oh yeah, and she like has the result, and she tells her. She says you're not pregnant, you're not, and she's, she's so like sad. upset, and she's like. No, you're Good pregnant news, yeah. and and she's like now you really know how you feel and she's like that's a dangerous game
0: <laughs> <laughs> but it works right now you know how you really feel right oh my and god and that also lets you know that that's just fear right you know the reason right. that you were not going with it is because you were scared and once it was taken away from you you were actually disappointed right. like
1: do you feel Joy? Yes. Or do you feel in relief or do you feel worry and dread? Like which way are you feeling? Also, I'm having a real struggle because in my how are you really book, Jenna basically talks about saying this to yourself: how does this feel? Not how does this make me feel? Like remove the word make. So how does this feel? is different than how does this make me feel? Because it removes the blame and leaves you more with curiosity. Okay. And I'm like, oh, that makes yeah. so much sense. Not, how does this make me feel? It's sort of like you're blaming that decision for making you feel a certain way. Yeah. But how does this feel? Like just, how does this feel? Mm-hmm. Look, This color in the room, how does this feel? Right. Not how does this make me feel? It's sort of like changes the vibe of the, dis- like. I thought that was really interesting. Just changing that one little word. Yeah, take word. out and make. Like, how does this make me feel? We're not placing blame on anything. We're just saying, how does this feel? Right. You're in charge of your feelings,
0: not the wall color. I'm looking at new cars. How does this feel?
1: Yeah. How does this make me feel? It's a thing. It can't really make you yeah, feel. Yeah, that does
0: have kind of a negative connotation to Isn't
1: that interesting? Connotation to uh-huh. It. Interesting. Very Interesting.
0: Yeah, I thought that was very helpful. Now we're talking a lot about feelings. Yes, what else? I'm do we- also a very practical person. Let's hear it. Great. <laughs> Can I afford to do this? Right. Do I have a plan in place to make this dream be a success? Do right. I have savings? Do I have help with the children? Do I have Right. Am I taking into account the practical pieces of this choice? Yes. It's very easy to look at the fun, dreamy side uh-huh. of things. But, yeah. um, you know, there's also real things that when
1: go into it. you have a it. plan, you also don't have as much fear, right? Right. Well, I have a plan. This yes. is what the plan is. I know what to do with the plan, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not worried quite so much i think that is fair that yeah. you can but see you can pair all these things together you don't have to just blindly listen to your intuition or blindly listen to your fear or only look at the pro con list and only you know right do like well do i have a plan well i mean sometimes you just gotta take a leap yeah but having a plan would help sure or a parachute set you
0: up for success right
1: always good <laughs> uh-huh. i wrote down the, an anonymous quote it said intuition is the compass of the soul oh that's beautiful right like oh it just sort of points you in the direction um, but kevin o'leary do you know mr yeah, wonderful from shark tank he, he said i listen to my gut it's not an emotion it's an index of risk
0: oh i like that it that's
1: true yes that is true. It's just like an index of risk. Like, what does my gut say? And he's coming at that with a certain level of knowledge, mm-hmm. right? So, my knowledge gives me gut feelings. Yeah, I thought that was really good. I'm like, it is an index of risk. I like that. Uh huh. Very good. I mean, there is no shortage
0: of of frou frou quotes about intuition, mm-hmm. but I love that stuff. Like, I know it's because it it's they're all light bulb moments. Like, yes. Like, huh?
1: right. Yes, that
0: makes sense. Okay. I also wrote down, are you ignoring
1: your gut or inner voice because the answer will be hard or require work? Mm -hmm. Like, do you know that this is maybe the right thing to do for you, but you're like, oh, I just don't want to do the work associated with. I mean, starting a real estate career is really hard. Right, going through the courses and like I feel like my intuition says I'll be happy on the other side of year three, but I don't know that I really want to trudge through years one to
0: three. Mm -hmm. I don't. That's when I always think the time will pass anyway. Right. So when you're five years down the road, you could be done, right? Or you could still, in the back of your mind, be like, "I wish I had done what I should have been doing." This is the tree. You always hear that
1: tree proverb. When's the best time to plant a tree? Yeah. Five years ago. No, 100 years ago. Any t- amount of time ago. What's the second best time to plant a tree? Today. Today. I love that. Today.
0: hmm
1: Yeah. I mean, like, sure. You could already be – that's the same thing as when we talked about comparing your beginning to
0: someone else's middle or someone's end. I have a client that I've sold – six or seven houses too. Mm-hmm. she was always a really big baker so the oh. kitchen was very important to her she personally just, has lived in six or seven houses mm-hmm. they her husband moved a lot for work oh. and they would leave and come back and leave and they My always worked. they all and then i helped her buy a home for her kids and got it yeah, got it so okay i'm like lots of the friends world? but yes, yeah, she has moved sh- a the kitchen lot. was always important very important kay. for this kitchen And so I go to see her for like the fifth house and I'm like, oh my gosh, you look incredible. Are you still baking? Because you look like you don't eat sweets. Like what's going on? You look so good. She said, no, I still bake. I still do everything. But last year on February 3rd, I just woke up and decided I got to start walking. Oh. So she said, I just went for a walk on February 3rd. I said, why February 3rd? She said, I have no idea. But she remembers it. I just woke up and said, I have been thinking that I have needed to do this for so long. She said, I don't do anything strenuous. I just I went and walked a mile. And then the next day I walked two miles. And she said, now I walk about four miles a day. Every day I walk. And that's all I do. And I still, I haven't changed anything else. But I kind of am like on this streak now. Right. She's like, I don't want to stop. Right. And this was in like... November. Wow. So she had been walking. Yeah. And, and it wasn't that she was like, I'm going to wait till Monday. Right. Or I'm going to wait until the kids are in school. Yeah. Or I'm going to wait until she just yeah, was February like, 3rd. I'm going to write today's date down. I'm going to walk. And I'm just going to do this. She also didn't thing. try to train for a marathon. No. So nope. like, I'm just going to walk. She's like I'm still going to eat my cookies and bake my muffins and love I it. love all my cakes. I'm still going to do all those things. I'm just going to walk. And I will tell you, she looked incredible, not just physically, but like the energy in her face and her eyes. I love she that. just looked so joyful and at peace. Right. And to this day, she still walks. And I it's bet been those years. walks were a great
1: time to make decisions. Yeah, you
0: really clear <laughs> I, your I, head. You really clear your head. Mm-hmm. She was glowing. But I always think about her because I'm very. I like big symbolism, or like I'm yeah. gonna wait until. Monday. Right. Or that mm-hmm. once this happens, it's going to be new. Me. You are not alone. I know that is a very common thing.
1: We're going to wait for the perfect conditions to do this thing. Yeah. Or the perfect time to do this thing. Like That's the same as we're, we're waiting to decide the perfect time to have a kid. Yeah. No, you're never ready. It doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. It doesn't exist. Um, okay. Your intuition is a voice that doesn't use words. Listen. I mm. oh, found that quote. I liked it. Yeah. Okay. Um, did I miss anything? Oh, and the other thing about your intuition is with your inner – I wrote this down from that same article about fear and intuition. With intuition, your inner voice is more like – is more grounded and wise, like a good mentor. Mm. Your intuition is grounded and wise. Like your, your gut and your intuition are not going to make you feel – Scared. That's not – they're going to push you. Like, they're not going to push you. They're going to pull you to the right thing. Mm -hmm. You ever made a choice and you're like, I'm not sure why I did that. And then you look back and you're like, I can now see how I was drawn to that thing. Yeah. Yes. All the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I remember the moment I met my husband. We talked very briefly the day that we met. And I remember feeling, like, super drawn to him. Yeah. It was not even, like – a. Like a, hi, hello. That was what, like, my, he was a friend of a friend. Yeah. That's it. You just knew. Yeah, later on when I look back, I'm like, yes.
0: For those who didn't
1: just know, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's also okay. But you just like, I've looked back on all sorts of things and been like, yes, that makes perfect
0: sense. It was funny because I can remember talking to my dad at Albasha where we eat lunch. Right. And just being like, but, but how, you know, you're getting in your 20s and whoever you're dating, you're you're having to look at as like, but are you the one? Oh, God, that's a lot and of pressure. It, it just always felt like all this pressure. And I never knew. I never knew even with Tanner right away. You're like, I don't know. Um, but I was like, I don't know, Dad. I, I just feel like, you know, I'm supposed to have these like fireworks. Right. You wanted a sign. Where was Celia then? Right. Where was Celia? And he said, Alyssa, I made you. So I've known you your whole life. And you've just never been like a fireworks kind of person. <laughs> He's like, that's not going to happen for you. Yeah. And he said, and, you know, me neither. That's okay. He said, I I never had these huge fireworks. Right. And and I always felt like maybe something was wrong no. with me. Or maybe, maybe that meant that's not the person for me because I never had these right. fireworks. He yeah. said, but I never had them. And, well, I made you and... I don't think you're going to have them either. Right. I think you're just going to – That's so funny. I think you're just going to know. And I was like, okay. It, it was such right. a relief. Thank you. But I, it took someone who knew me really well mm-hmm. telling me – You're just not going to get That's not that. how you are. Right. That's, like I know you. Let's not wait around for that. And all of a sudden it just made sense that – You're right. I've never been. Why would I be that type of person now? now? Just with this one decision? Yeah.
1: It's not going to happen. Right. I love that he could at least pinpoint that in you and share it. I know. Thank goodness. I know. You might have always been like waiting. And that's an interesting point. Sometimes people wait to make a decision, waiting for something that's not, there's not going to be
0: the sign. Sometimes I think you wanting a sign so badly is your sign right. if you're always looking yeah that's a great point for a reason like uh-huh. like for example with the flip house mm-hmm. i was gonna buy it you were like but i'm gonna sit here in the driveway for i'm just gonna a sit minute. here in the driveway and like pray about it i would like a sign but i'm letting you know so then i was like I got to the point where I was like, not getting a sign. So I said, you know what, God, if you don't, I'm going to buy it. Right. So you're so them. big and powerful. If you don't want me to set it on fire, make it, put it into the house, put it in, like make something happen that makes me not. Cause I've made the decision right, that I I'm am. doing this. I'm doing it. I'm doing and it. sometimes you have to say, you know what, I'm going to do it. Yeah. I'm going to make, I'm doing it. Even though I didn't have my sign, mm-hmm. I'm going to do it unless something, Puts an end to it. Yeah. Sometimes things happen that right end what you were planning on sure. doing. Sure, that's okay. So, yeah. Mm. If you do, you have anything else? I'm all good here. Okay. Well, I'll I'll just end us with a few prompting questions. Perfect. Perfect. You could journal these questions. You could just sit and reflect on these questions. Take a take a five minute timer. Right. And right. Don't listen to anything for five minutes. And some of them are a little too fluffy for me. Oh, I want to hear them, but you know, like what makes you happy? Okay. Like that's one of the questions I thought that was I didn't even want to write it down because I thought it was kind of silly. <laughs> you're like, this is a dumb question. Right. Like, it, it's
1: just very generic. Like okay. what, makes what makes you, you happy? happy? Well, you know, what's funny about that now that you're starting with these questions, Jenna in the book does life inventory, oh. life inventory. And it is sort of like those what inspires you? What makes you rage? And I'm like, rage? That's intense. What makes you snort laugh? I just love the way that she... Like, think about it. So direct. Do you know what makes you snort laugh?
0: No. Is there nothing? I have to really think about it. Oh, my God. It. I
1: have one. I was like... it. The (laughs) autocorrect fails. You know those? (laughs) They make me snort laugh because I love when people get words (laughs) wrong. I just don't know what it is about that. I think it's absolutely hilarious. But I guess continue with your list. My point is it was the way... She, th- she phrased them. Yeah. What makes you cry with joy? Not just what makes you happy. What makes you cry with joy? Like, yeah. when do you have tears of joy? What makes you feel empowered? What oh, makes I you not in agreement? What makes you not in it's Like, I mean, yes, yes. The way she's describing these are very um, tactile. Like,
0: yeah not what makes
1: you so They're very specific things right that, what like, ma- what makes you dance with glee mm-hmm. what do you fear most what do you find unfair what problem do you wish you could solve mm. what do you want to create in the world i love that so that was life inventory but and again you guys this is so far great book um but give us your questions so a little more in depth than just what
0: makes you happy what do you need? Oh, that's interesting. So what do you actually need? need? Like we can go on the list of like wants and you know, the sky is the limits and mm-hmm. all of that, but you also kinda gotta come back a what, little what to practical life of, I don't. I'm pretty much you in the know, clouds. I know, and I'm 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 down I'm here. Like, I'm, like living in the I'm down here. What do you need? Uh-huh. Uh, why do you need it? How much do you need? You don't need that much. Maybe you're putting too much pressure on yourself to right. sell this much, but you, you would be okay at this many. Right. It's need? okay. I like that. Um what do you believe in? What are your values? Okay. Because everybody has different values. I mean, probably, you know, the the big ones are the same, but but as far as like what you really believe in, because if you're living outside of that, yeah. it's never gonna work. You're gonna, yeah. So you have to really know what do I feel like do I get purpose from this decision? Mm-hmm. Um, what are things that you see that you admire? Oh. Because that might be a good trigger point in the right direction. Like what's of, the path? Yes. When I see, and they said, sometimes this can come off as like jealousy or envy, which is kind of a negative emotion, but try to look at it as, well, when I see this, mm-hmm. I want it. Yeah. I I do, I admire that. Okay. Um, But the biggest thing is what don't you want? That's probably very helpful. So there's got to be things that – well, I don't want this, this, and this, and that might come with a real estate career. I don't always wanna work. I don't always wanna be on call. I don't want this or that. Because there are times when maybe getting your real estate license isn't the answer. Yeah. Or leaving your job isn't the answer right now. Right. This reminds me
1: of choosing food. You know, you always know what you don't want. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Like picking what you don't want is easy. Picking what you do want is a little bit trickier. It is. So start with that, like eliminate
0: things. Yeah. That oh, makes I sense. I like that. Um, one time I had a friend say and ask me this question, and I thought it was interesting because it was on the question list oh. of this website. So people always like to ask the question, like, what if. Money was no obstacle, and and you could just really dream so big. But this question was more: What if money was no obstacle, but in a reality sense? So you're dreaming big, but it it could actually happen. And I'll give you an example to her answer, please. So her answer was: Her dream would be that they could be wealthy enough to buy a plane her husband always wanted to be a pilot okay they could get their pilot's license they could use it for vacations they could use it for whatever they want but then that that they could also allow their church to use it for like missionary type things like they would want okay. it as a way to like give back and do good in the world and provide transportation and okay and things like that so you think, wow, owning a plane. But but then she went a step further to say we researched it and like the plane that we would want is like $350,000. It's like a it's like this model of this plane. I'm sure it's more now cuz this was the conversation 5 years ago. But okay. all of that to say, she put she researched it and put a number to it and set a goal and was it was like this is actually doable. We could probably do this in like 15 years. Okay. Did they get the plane? Well, she's probably on year like eight. Okay. We're working on it. They're working on it. But it goes to show sometimes you can say these big Mm -hmm. things, but they're actually possible if you're, Mm -hmm. if you're actually, if you, we think they're so big that we can't, we can't even think of the next step. Right. Because it's such a big thing. Okay. I like it. So it kind of makes you think like, what is all of this for? Yeah. I kind of feel like I'm in a season of that right now. What is all of this for? Like what, what, what is the end goal? What is the end goal? Is it goal? to retire early, but then what? Right. I love when people say they want to retire early. I'm yeah, like- Yeah, why? Then to what? To do- To do what? What? So I'm kind of in this, you know- Right. Reflective- <gasps> I love it. Well, I hope phase. that this- I hope that this chat helped you. Yeah. Also, I wrote down- Episode 16 was The Attitude of Gratitude. Oh, yeah. And it is not up there on our charts. No, they don't like it. And I was very surprised because it was one of my favorite episodes that we recorded, The Attitude of Gratitude. Yeah. And I think between the Enneagram episode 13 and Mm -hmm. then Gratitude 16, those might be two to go listen to this week. I think that's a great idea. Okay. That's all I have. That's all you have? Delilah.
1: Signing off from... No, no. First, we're going to do a toast.
0: Okay, great. Okay.
1: <laughs> All right. Casey Hurley okay. in Jacksonville, Florida, would like to toast her teammate, friend, and fellow Hustle Humbly community member, Glenda Hayden. Okay. Um, it, oh, from Florida's Choice Realty. Okay. Okay. Glenda is the most supportive and encouraging friend any girl could ever ask for. Oh, that's so sweet. I know, right? Anytime I am in a stressful situation at home or work, she sends an encouraging note, message, or phone call. We meet on Tuesdays to encourage each other and talk all things life and real estate. This is the perfect toast for this episode. They're always perfect.
0: Oh my gosh. I know, right?
1: We love our powwows. She reminds me to have grace with myself when I get overly critical or down about my transactions or lack thereof. I am so very thankful for her. I love that. Cheers to Glenda. That's so sweet. And thank you to Casey. I love that they meet weekly. I know to support each other. Yeah. You can't do it alone, people. No. Not just you and your intuition nope. and your inner voice. You can Get somebody in there. I love it. Okay. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. I don't want to get, I want to get sued by Delilah. I
0: know.
1: (laughs) Okay. No, Delilah wouldn't do that. She wouldn't.